Hello, and thanks for listening to a special Correspondence Corner only episode of JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. It's me, Mark. I'm here with Jackie and Miles. Hello. And we're going to read your listener emails, SoundCloud. That's what uh, that's what correspondence means. Yes, sure. However, Hello? however you sent us your information. Hi, Miles. I'm on this podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Miles. Thank you. <laughs> okay, this email is from Evan, and it's called Hi. No Subject. And it says, Hi, everyone. I had a question mostly for Jackie, but everyone's welcome to weigh in, obviously. My question is, if you had it in your power, would you have Caesar and Lisa Lisa switch places? I.e. Lisa Lisa gets a pretty awesome fight and good characterization, but gets brutally killed, while Caesar just kind of exists as a plot device and doesn't go anywhere or do anything special. In a perfect world, they'd both get good treatment, but I was just wondering what your thoughts were on this. Arrivederci, Evan. Uh, absolutely. And that pretty much goes for any woman character, I think. Oh. You could, you could switch her with any of the guys, and I would like their role a lot better. Like, any, any of the guys that are, like also part of like the main cast like i think if you could have switched like trish with like narancha i think i would have enjoyed i mean i already enjoy this but like like if it was uh you know they were protecting the boss's son and trish was just like a cool person with a cool power that was like part of the gang that had like a story and also some cool fights sometimes i would like that a lot better than what it is right now where Trish kind of doesn't talk and all that much and she's uh, being protected and rescued and is passed out for her this entire episode, I think, which is fine, yep. whatever. She expresses herself by having her hand fall off. Yeah, I really want, I really hope that we get some kinds of like more reactions from her like um a couple episodes i don't know if it was last episode or the episode before where she was just kind of like like, you actually see that she has her own thoughts and feelings about like what is going to happen to me you know it was last episode it was last episode okay yeah where she's like in the elevator well she's like not sure if she wants to get in the elevator and then she's in the elevator and she's kind of scared i would like to see more uh more scenes like that where we are uh, where we see that she's a person with her own thoughts and feelings and hopefully like we'll see more about her power because we know that she does have a power um, that she's confused about. Um, so I think it'd be cool to, st- I hope, I hope we get to see more of that. Um, but yeah, uh, I think in general uh, women don't get great parts <laughs> in this show. Um, so you can pretty much trade any woman with another with any other guy character and i would like it more um well you're honest but i like this show so and you know it is what it is like i know what i'm getting when i watch this show so um but yeah if if lisa lisa was caesar instead like if they had switched places and caesar was the teacher and he was being rescued at the end it would be kind of weird though because like the the mother thing would have to go in there some somehow and so caesar would have to be the dad and then that would be weird that would be that would be like more strange that would be a stranger feeling wouldn't it if you were like yeah that's the dad of the important main character but he doesn't really do anything but then you also wouldn't have like maybe you would still have i guess the zeppeli's kind of like that though the original zeppeli i don't think you would have the sexy scenes or maybe you would (laughs) (laughs) you know you would caesar in the in the in the bath or something uh but probably not it would probably still be lisa lisa the friend who is an equal but also a babe (laughs) thanks for writing evan yeah by the way if you want to write to us you can do that by writing to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com this email is from wyatt it's called protagonist deaths in part four uh we had talked about it we were wondering who dies in part four and he writes hello wyatt once again in part four harvest user and cinderella's users not being main protagonist but they do die in part four okay Mm, you're not you're not wrong but, I mean, we have these, like, secondary characters die in every arc. Like, mm-hmm. we have uh, fucking Straits, or no, we have Dyer die. We have whoever the fuck the Lisa Lisa helper guys are. Zeppeli. They die. Zeppeli's a big character, though. Nah. We're talking about, we were talking about how we were wondering if people were going to die in this arc. But in part three, we know that Kakyoin goes, Abdul kind of, yeah, Abdul go. you know, like, the big characters. Um, we were like, oh, and four, who dies of the main 
chunk, and I don't really think anybody does. But I guess, yeah, Shigechi is briefly maybe kind of yeah. a good guy, but I, not really. Yeah, in part four, yeah, it's it's like maybe you get the bad guys dying, but I think part four also had a lot of those like, this person was retired. <laughs> I can't stand these misconceptions. Very good. Hey all, Zach here. It's been a long time since I wrote to the show, but I've still been listening to every episode. Okay. When I get busy work in Thank my history class... Thank you. Thank you for listening. Class, That's what Miles meant to say. Thank you. I listen to the podcast because all the history I need to learn is about crime families in 2001 Italy. Right. Great. One thing that the crew brings up pretty often is a misconception about stand users and the range of his stand. When a stand has an ability that alters the physical world or creates something new, that object won't disappear when the user gets out of range. We re- this is being talked about because, I guess maybe he's about to explain it, but the whole like Giorno creating flesh plugs for people and uh. they don't go away. Uh, okay, okay, okay. For example, something fixed by Crazy Diamondo won't revert to being broken when Josuke leaves. The skin mm-hmm. plug in Misto won't revert to bullets if Jorna goes away because the physical, tangible world has already been altered. I see. It is a permanent change. I guess so, but okay. then we see in this episode that that is not true for Bucciarati's ability, at least, yeah. where he zips together Trish's hand. Yeah. But the holes are still there. What? Like there was still a hole in the ceiling after his zippers disappeared. No, it, it didn't it close up? I thought it closed up. No, no, Miles is right. No, there was a hole in the ground oh. that stayed there. Okay. Um, Giorno doesn't need to focus on keeping the bullets as flesh, and if he dies, they will stay as flesh. Hopefully that clears some stuff up. I'm anime only. Oh, Mark, you got a text. Is Jackie coming with you? It's from your mom. Oh, yes, mom. Hopefully that clears <laughs> some stuff up. I'm anime only, so correct me if this is wrong. Another thing I caught while listening to the podcast, Giorno looks uh, at a picture of sexy back Dio in episode one, so he probably knows he's his dad. You think so? I I do remember that, but I want it, I want it to come up more. <laughs> okay. I want it to be a moment or something. The White Album fight reached levels of penultimate fights. In, your, your mom has blown up your phone. In previous parts, reminded me... Oh, man. Reminded me of the intensity of the Vanilla Ice fight from so long ago. We're halfway through, and I can't wait to see where the show goes. Koichi survived a gut-wrenching blow like this before, so hopefully my second favorite member of the gang can get through this. Same. P.S. Miles' voice still sounds cool as hell. Thanks, baby. What did, my, what did my mom say? Now we now let's read all the text from your mom. A bunch of stuff. What was he talking about at the end? The White Album fight reached levels of fights in previous parts what is it what is he talking Which about one? well white album was the icy man oh we're okay so we're he talking said it about reached that levels of penultimate fights I like see, the, I almost see, the I biggest see. battle yeah in, in it was a really arts. cool fight i see i, I agree see. zach okay i see i see moving right along this is from leon wait 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 did we respond to everything in here hold on um oh yeah never mind okay so yeah Jorno looks at a picture of dio and i still don't think that's enough <laughs> that's not enough for me I want him to face it head on. That's what I want. I I will accept your explanation about um, stands that change the, the world permanently. I guess that makes sense. I, I still don't it. understand, though, why Bucciarati sucks then. Why does Sticky Fingers sew Trish's hand back on, but it falls off when he's unconscious or dead or whatever? I don't think his zippers are part of the real world. They're entrances to another world. Yeah, but if he zips her hand back on and her hand works, that means that it's connected muscles and bone and nerve endings and blood vessels but they're going through some portal through the new jersey turnpike to connect maybe i guess the zipper portals aren't permanent because they're zippers but they do leave open a crack in the floor yeah Mm. unless that crack was caused by something else like king crimson fucking smashed his hand i don't know through it question mark all right, this next one is, uh, the subject is Manly Man, and it is from Leon. Uh, Hi. What up, JoJo Pod gang? Hello. I've been listening to your podcast for the last few days, and I'm really enjoying it. Really nice to listen to when I draw or do homework. Also, I wish more people would listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, I, do people not listen to it? No. But more people oh. should. No, a lot of people listen, but more need to. Everyone more. should listen. Everyone. Government mandate. I'm I'm glad I stumbled upon y'all because it really helped rekindle my love for the series. 
I want to ask what y'all think about masculinity in JoJo. You probably got this question before, but do you guys think it's positively displayed? My take on it is that it is and that it's displayed differently in each JoJo. I feel like it evolves as through each part, even as flamboyant as the characters get. I still feel like all the characters I love in uh, in later parts like part five all have the same core traits as characters in the earlier parts that were modeled after the buffer character the buffer characters that permeated uh, media in that time like arnold schwarzenegger or kenshiro from fist of the north star despite this i feel like this may have been a subconscious intention on araki's part which is arguably just as great because it normalizes the more flamboyant aspects of males in a way also i'm getting ready to apply to colleges any tips sorry if this was a long-winded email uh leon Leon, and then in parentheses, like E Abaccio, so like Leone Abaccio. P.S. Uh, every time I close my eyes, I wake up at six because I don't get lots of sleep because of my studies, and my body clock has been conditioned to wake up around then to catch my bus. Catch that bus, Leon. Wow. Uh, let's start with the JoJo question. Yes. Um, I think masculinity is so, the obvious thing is that. From an aesthetic standpoint, the way men present their bodies is very different, and it's kind of nice in this uh, comic and show that men are not afraid to show parts of their bodies or to stand in ways that might not be most typically masculine, you know? They're not standing with just, like, arms at their sides, legs spread, straight, strong posture. They might, like, hunch or be bent or sort of stretch upward and show off their abs or whatever. So I think it's cool that it does that. But um, I don't know. I mean, a I lot of a the hot-blooded anger and stuff is that could be expected of anyone, um, the way they react. It doesn't feel necessarily like it's sort of this toxic, toxic masculinity. Um, maybe Joe thought it was a bit of an asshole in that, in that way. Although, I don't know. That's sort of just being an asshole. I don't know if that is specific to men, but it is common. Um, overall, I like it, and I think that it's nice that it's varied that they do have different body types. They all have musculature, though. Um, that they do have different body types, and uh, some of the men are... They're different kinds of masculinity, I think, in their personalities. So I like there's a little bit of variety. Go ahead, Jackie. Thank you. <laughs> um, I actually have a lot of thoughts about this because I uh, that this was something that stood out to me as I was watching the series. Um, I think maybe it was around part two or three, it might have been part two um, when I really liked the male relationships um, and the characters and how they were really complex and they felt really real and human to me. Um, and, you know, it stood out that with so many men in a show, there wasn't a lot of toxicity in their masculinity. Like it wasn't like, I don't know, they, they, they're big guys and they fight and stuff, but it, it, there's a lot to relate to and there's a lot of closeness that you don't often see. Um, like men are allowed to be close and friends and cry for each other, you know. Um, and so something that I really like is the emotion that the men express in this show. There's a lot of um, real human emotion there and they're they're allowed to feel that. It's like manly emotions, I guess, but it's like still, I think, a positive thing. Um, we have, I mean, I don't know exactly the Japanese translation, but in this episode, we have Abaki Osei to Bucciarati, like, I don't really have a home, but I feel the most comfortable when I'm with you mm, to yeah. Bucciarati, which is kind of vulnerable. It's not necessarily anti-masculine or feminine to say, but it's a nice vulnerability between two men. That's, yeah. And I mean, that definitely stood out to me as, as I, when we first started watching this, um, and it's something that I really liked. I think that... Um, I don't go out of my way to see shows that have, that are, you know, have so many men in it, um, without like an awesome woman character to identify with. But I think that, you know, this show is special in a way because the male characters are, you know, I think no matter who you are, it's easy to identify with somebody, um, who's a protagonist because there's like, there's like complexity there and there's like. They're, I think they're pretty well written, like at least the main characters are. Miles, do you have any thoughts? I don't really know. I, I don't know if I watch enough stuff to be able to compare like how the... It, 
I definitely like the way men are portrayed in the show, but I don't know if I watch enough other, like it's definitely a more varied and interesting presentation than like Dragon Ball Z. But mm. other than that, I don't know. It's it fine. A, it, I think I, I, I can see that as well. It's like, that's something that I don't, I'm not sure if we mentioned, but it is, it is pretty varied. Like their, their characters are different. Yeah. It's too insane of a show for me to think about them as human beings. Even. <laughs> That kind of makes sense. I think I look for that. That's something that I specifically look for. And if I like when I watch any show, if I feel like a character is behaving in a way that's unrealistic, like because usually like when you when you see a character, it's set up like this is who they are. These are the personality traits that they have. And then if later in the show they do something that is kind of counter to the core of who they are without showing any kind of progression uh, I usually ha- end up having a problem with that and then I don't want to watch the show anymore. But I think the character, even when like the powers are sometimes not super consistent, like the, or they change and stuff, like I think the characters tend to be consistent and if there's like, if they evolve, like you see that evolution um, to where, you know, whatever, they become stronger willed or they become braver or whatever it is, like you see some kind of character development a lot of the time. Um, which is something that like I really care about when I watch a show and if it like if they're if if things feel weird in that sense it's it's hard for me to keep watching a show like I'm okay with the powers changing and and you know sometimes not making sense or us having to kind of like really trick ourselves to believe that it makes sense like I'm okay with that but I can't do that with characters like if a character starts doing things that are really unbelievable I I like want to stop watching that you know whatever show it is um, that's a good point that we never argue over like he wouldn't really do that. Right. He wouldn't really react that way, that kind of thing. Yeah. I see that I see that all the time. Usually it's like the f- first season of a show is like pretty consistent. Maybe it's maybe it's because the characters change a lot too. Like like you like each season you get a different character, so it's easier to stay consistent across an entire season, but like I've seen this in shows where like in the first season like okay, this character is like this and you know, they have a hard time showing emotion or they have a hard time, you know, with whatever whatever and they these are obstacles that they're going to need to overcome. And then by like season 2 or 3, like some now there's like they need to be a different person in order to fit the plot uh or the writers want to express a different kind of hero trait or whatever but they don't have another character to play with so they're like ah let's have dexter just be like this kind of guy now yeah exactly and then it's like wait no but that's not (laughs) that's not who they are and like how did they get from who they were to now behaving in this completely different way without showing like how their character has changed or having any kind of like awareness like from the character themselves or other people pointing out hey you're different you know um I don't like that. I think when, that's weird. When but you, when you have a, were you going to finish your thought? I was just going to say like to Jojo's credit, like tying it back to Jojo, like to Jojo's credit, I think it does a really good job with, uh, with the characters. Um, and like whether, whether they're, I mean, I should say actually the male characters in particular, you know, female, I wish that there was as much like complexity and thought into the, the women characters, but, um, we're just we're just lucky to yeah. see them have any kind of personality at all, yeah. let alone one that might uh, develop yeah. or stay consistent to their values and we get to see that. I, I agree with you. It is a good point that since they're kind of confined to their own arcs, uh, even though the arcs are long as hell, they're several years long, um, it, it is nice that they are th- that he can change people and be like okay this is this kind of guy you know joseph isn't doesn't take himself as annoyingly seriously as jonathan does mm-hmm. uh he's not afraid to run away um you know or do silly things like dress and drag and shoot sh- champagne or tequila whatever it is um but it is also nice because i do think characters should change a little bit you know that's what they call a dynamic character in, yeah. in literature um and so i think that jotaro you know obviously is not a core character after part three but he becomes less of an asshole when we mm-hmm. see him in part four yeah and he's, he grows up. he's more you know he's in charge and he is doing research uh and is nicer to koichi and i want to believe that's because you know when we see him towards the end of part three and he's talking about you know, he kind of cares about the other guys. You know, he's not weeping or anything mm-hmm. like Polnareff or whatever, but he is like, yeah, it was nice hanging out with you guys. And so we can infer that maybe he grows a little bit. But yeah. growing is certainly different from like, let's just try this personality, which is maybe why people get mad at a lot of Marvel comics, I mm-hmm. guess. But, you know, where they're suddenly like, well, 
you know what, we want to try the character's background to be like this. That's not quite the same as personality, I guess, but... Is that... You said Marvel. Is it just Marvel, or are you talking about comics in general? Yeah, just long-running comics that okay. I think of where... Yeah, I guess we could say DC as well. Yeah. Where, um, you know, people might get tired of one kind of thing, and the idea is, like, we'll just do a new character. Yeah. But... Or let's reboot this everything. <laughs> right. Let's have multiple Spider-Men. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that that's necessarily worse, but it is a challenge that you have to address where you're like, okay, let's have alternate universes. Or, well, if we I, start a brand new character, is anybody going to read it? I like that better than completely changing a character. You know what I mean? And especially if it's out of nowhere. Like, if you want, if you're like, okay, I want this character uh, to eventually get to being this kind of person, you have to kind of like build that up like over time. Like, you have to make them have like, I don't know, experiences or, or, something that like change them into that different kind of person that you might want that character to be and maybe people will still hate it but if they see the progression people are le- i think people are less likely to hate it because you kind of see it coming like oh wait a minute they're questioning you know their whatever they're questioning their their morals or they're they're having like ethical dilemmas that are and they're making different choices than they might have you know like actually um a good example might be like breaking bad i think because that show is all about how like you know he's more of a good guy in the beginning and then as the show progresses he keeps having to do worse and worse things and it's like the more you let yourself you know you know like okay well this is you know i'm gonna i have to do this like there's a reason for this and uh the the more it's like okay like if it's like oh i would never kill somebody and then like you get to the point where okay, well, I have to kill this person, you know? And then it like, it just keeps progressing and progressing to... You let yourself do more and more. Yeah. yeah and you it's for, like, you sl- lo- slightly, piece by piece, betray your morals. Yeah. 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 Because of something else that you want. Yeah. Um, I, I also think, just to get back to the actual masculinity question for yeah. a bit, I don't think it's just JoJo. I think in general, anime is, or manga, is better at showing sort of manly... Uh, inter intermanly, uh, <laughs> interpersonal sort of appreciation, you know, sort I don't of like know enough about that to. I, I do. I do think it's there more than other forms of media. I don't really think there's as much of this kind of this this huge industry of animation is just unmatched in the rest of the world. But I think in a lot of Western media, serial or otherwise, um, I don't think we see men as much ready to cry and be like, "I care about you, bro." Yeah. So much and i don't think it is just jojo that does that but um what were we watching nice. there was something that that we were watching a long time ago and every time i was like i hated it because it was like i'm a man it's like, probably jotaro in part three maybe no maybe, it was wasn't it? i don't know maybe maybe i hate it maybe maybe that at that time i was like okay why is he like over overcompensating i don't it, know it might have, it but i think been. it was something else there was something else where i was like i can't watch this because the men are too like grr i'm a man and it's like but that's it like there's no like there's a complex reason why i'm this way <laughs> you know i don't know anyway thanks for writing miles you should read oh no, no. joe Toto it was that he was too cool that's yeah. what it was he was like he was just a cool guy but anyway <laughs> miles would you like to read all right Email subject line is Jorno and Dio. Wait, 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 wait. That last email asked us for advice on applying to college. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I guess get ahead of it because it's really tedious and You're boring. talking about applying for college? Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty tedious. Um, you just have to, like, fight through the boringness of having to do it and definitely apply for scholarships because uh, college is super expensive like it's going to be like a second job or your first job if you don't have a job like make sure you spend a lot of time on it because it's a lot of money and it's a lot of your life yeah you this is going to sound this might be useless to say but you'll thank yourself later um if you do that and yeah i don't really know what else to say about it i guess to not get overwhelmed you could kind of pace yourself and try to do one thing each day or every tuesday and thursday make it a college search day or whatever it is you got to do because it can be overwhelming but it is also something where you should make a list of be like these are all the schools i want to get into Mm -hmm. these are all the scholarships that i've been able to look up and maybe i could i could get um maybe this is okay so i have to write this many things now i have to write this many essays this many submissions for scholarship application you know whatever but just try to break it down and create a structure for yourself. And don't let your parents freak out too much. Don't let their anxieties be yours. 
you know, because ultimately you're going to be fucking fine. You yeah. don't, even if you don't go to college or you drop out or whatever, mm-hmm. you're not going to fucking die. You're probably going to be successful. If you're watching JoJo's and listening to smart people like us, you're already a good person. <laughs> and so uh, don't no, worry about it. There are probably some it. bad people who listen to this show. No. If you're a bad person, write in and tell us Aww. the worst thing you've ever done. If you're Aww. a bad person, can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aww. But but and just to be clear, I didn't do any of this. This is stuff I was super lazy about applying to college. I was lazy this is too. stuff I wish I had done, but it didn't really matter. I went to a fine college and I'm still alive, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I should I I don't know. Someone said that like telling this story could help people who are like freaking out about colleges, but like I you know, I was I was kind of lazy about applying to. Uh I wasn't sure what I wanted to major in. I thought that you know, I, at first I was, I, the dream was to be like a, a video game designer or something, but I didn't know what that really meant. Or a video game programmer, I think is more what I was thinking or someone who just like, but then, but then once I started looking into that, I was like, oh, that seems hard and you need to like do a lot of math and stuff. And I don't know if, I don't know if this is for me. So I chickened out and instead I, I studied film and television. Um, and, you know, I, I worked in different things for, a couple of years and then eventually I like uh you know it wasn't working out for me and eventually I decided to switch careers and teach myself programming um for real <laughs> uh and you know I ended up going to a boot camp in New York which is like a full-time three-month intensive thing where all you're doing is is learning and building projects um and getting prepared to work um you know as a software engineer full-time um and so I did that and then I've been working, you know, after that I got a job and then I got another job and I've been working in the industry for five years and I've learned almost everything on the job. Um, So that story is just to say like, just, you know, whatever choices you make, like in terms of your college or your major or whatever, that doesn't like, it's okay to not be 100% sure that that's the thing that you want to do or even be sure like that's the college you're going to finish at or anything like that. It's okay to... Um, make mistakes. It's okay to change your mind. Um, I, I became super successful after um, not being all the way sure. Now I'm very sure. I'm very happy with what I'm doing now. Um, so don't freak out too much. Just like do your best with the information that you have now. And it's you'll you can always you know it, it whatever you do it'll always bring you a step closer to um, you know who you eventually want to be. So just keep doing your best. Yeah um, and. I would say we should, we're talking about this too much, but um, well, this is going to be the whole episode, so yeah. The, oh, you mean the whole JoJo episode is about college? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, just don't major in something unless you're actually interested in it. Like maybe not. It doesn't have to be your life's passion and your biggest dream in the world either, I guess. But don't major in something because people are like, that's how you make a lot of money. Unless your thing is just money. But that, no, that's okay too. No, I because think I think okay. that it's a lot of it's difficult and anxious for people to go to school and a lot of people fuck up and drop out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just hard enough to commit to an academic career as it is. And I think that you should study something you care about to a degree. But things are hard now, man. You can things, study, are, things are hard now. I mean, you can study. You can study what you care about, and then never get any. People have been saying that for years, though, and it, it might still be true. But I don't know. It's just what I feel. Maybe it's just me that I could never, uh, you know, care about political science or macro econ. I mean, I guess I never really tried. Business. That's certainly one thing. Is right. Like it, whenever you start to take your classes, I guess really size it up and see like do I like this? But yeah. I don't know. The other general piece of advice I'll, I'll tell you about the application process at least is um, I do remember having some fun visiting schools. It's sort of fun visiting and shopping around and getting to be like, oh, could I see myself here? And look at this. They have a pool or whatever. Um, so just look forward to that. But thanks for writing. Go to school. Thanks. Good luck. Uh, this email is called Giorno and Dio. It's from Thomas. Hello, Mark, Jackie, Miles, and possible guest. Nope. Nope. A long-time listener who recently came out of hiding, finally breaking my silence to explain a question that came up last episode. Miles and Jackie were saying that even if Dio isn't the main villain of the part, that he has to play into things somehow, so because, quote, Giorno has to find out who his father is, end quote, while Mark tried to say that Giorno did actually know about Dio, it seems like all three of you forgot that Giorno carries a picture of Dio in his wallet. As we saw when he was confronted by Leaky Eye Luca in episode one. We do know, we do remember, because there was an email about 10 minutes ago that told us <laughs> we have not forgotten about that email. <laughs> Didn't you listen to this episode? 
Thus, no one actually needs to explain to him who his father is because he already knows. Okay, fine. Nobody needs to explain it to him, but I want him to wrestle with it, it at should some be point. There. I want him to wrestle with it. I want it to be more than a picture. You guys also mentioned that Dio needs to come up because Giorno needs to confront the fact that his father was such an evil person yes. while he is supposed to be a hero. But from my perspective, that is the entire premise of part five. The way I look at it, Giorno is the perfect combination of his two fathers. Unlike all previous previous JoJo's, Giorno has no qualms about killing or committing crimes, hence him joining the mafia, which he gets from Dio. But he's also predisposed to help those in need and is against powerful people using their power purely for personal gain, which he draws from Jonathan. Nah. The way I see it, the entire plot of Golden Wind is about the personality that emerges when you mix the conflicting ideals of Dio and Jonathan, and from that perspective, I don't think Dio needs to appear again to make that point explicit. Hope this explanation helped. P.S. I'm horny. Nice. The classic. I I definitely... I agree with your point, Thomas. I definitely see what you're talking about. Um, And, like, I've been seeing that. Like, that's cool and everything, but I still think it should be more... It should be, it should just come up again. I agree. I don't it would think be, it was enough. It would be cool. Yeah. I think it's a little too deep for JoJo. I don't think we'll see that I kind think of it's thing. disappointing I don't know. if to it see, doesn't like, come up. Just the emotional depth of I need, someone like, a, dealing with their father's reappearance. Because Josuke had that opportunity with his dad. And it was like, He doesn't have to reappear. Meh. He just needs to, I don't know, be confronted with some consequence of Dio existing or, you know, like knowing who, really knowing who his father was. He carries around that picture, but like, I don't know. Does he really know who Dio was and how horrible he was? If he does, I would like that to come up again. Like for him to have an emotional moment where he was, where he's like, you know, my father did this and this and, you know, I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to become more like him or something like, like, I don't know. I just, I just want it I to be, it. I want it to be acknowledged more than it has been. Um, but it's, I don't know with everyone writing in, it sounds like they think it's enough fine they probably that and don't also, back down jackie it probably also tells me that it's that i'm not gonna get my wish um True. but if i were to write an episode of this anime it would be if i were to write an episode it would take place entirely in people's heads and it would just be p- people dealing with like just emotional issues this is <laughs> jojo's novel yeah no that's just evangelion it when they that. run out of money and they just have shinji sitting inside his mom's spirit or whatever the fuck that's what i want <laughs> whatever depressing nonsense uh, that's good tv right there i did like it i'm ki- don't get me wrong <laughs> i'm i'm kidding but i don't know i i would just like a little more you should write a spec there. script uh, i think that there's more to explore there is what i'm saying there's more to explore there and i think it's a missed opportunity if you don't explore that more than it has been already mark you don't have to agree listeners i don't agree listeners you don't have to agree i just i watch jojo for the characters and the emotion and the outfits um <laughs> that's true <laughs> just those it would be it would be cool to see dio in some new hotness and some, some new oh man dio in some formal wear oh, for once man uh thank you for writing this email is from niels uh it's a very like swedish name or something uh the subject is giorno and dio hello once more jjb pod crew it's been about five months since Vento Aureo began airing, which may explain the forgetfulness of Jackie and Miles. Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> Screw you. All right. Every, everybody came in to write in like, hey, Jackie and Miles, like, shut yep. up. You're stupid. Thanks. So <laughs> you get Let's it. just get to the episode. No, no, no. We no, don't no. need to read emails. Um, so this part is, yeah. Uh, so I'll just, I'm just skip kidding. that. It's basically, I'm just kidding. This is basically just the leaky eye Luca thing that, that, yeah, the last two people have mentioned. But also while Araki is using a similar foreshadowing technique as in part three, Dio's face and stand are hidden from the viewer, whereas all we know about Passione's boss is King Crimson and his relation to Trish. Better cut it there, but keep up the excellent work. Niels. Thanks for nothing. No, no, I thought that was, that's a good point, that the world is part of the mystery because, yeah, I guess they are. I mean, I guess it is sort of a mystery here too, but we don't even see the stand. We don't even see the shadow of the stand. Or really, I guess we start to see the boss... Um, yeah, I don't know. When we first see... We see the boss's, like, feet. We see his back, I think. His burlap sack. We see, instead of sexy back, we see sexy calves. Yeah. Um, and... Calves. 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 <laughs> um, calves? Yes. That's a nickname for Calvin. Or calves. Calves. Hey, calves. Calves and hobbin. Um, 
Yeah, we do see though, like the flowers we talked about, how they yeah. like immediately are cut or whatever. They sort of foreshadow it, which is what Dio does, where we see time stop and we're like, "What? What is his stand or whatever?" Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It feels pretty similar. But seriously, what is his stand? We'll get there. We'll get there. This email is from Talia, and the subject says uh, King Crimson's influence on Japan. So, hey, all, I haven't watched all your episodes, so someone else may have brought this up already. But Yes, watch the podcast. But <laughs> we have Patreon pa- subscribers. We haven't had that verb reverse in a while. I usually do it. Uh, but King Crimson, the band, also influenced another popular piece of media to come out of Japan, Bible Black. This, as far as I can tell, hasn't been confirmed by the creator or anything, but I believe. Anyway, Bible Black started out as an H game. I tried playing it and kept dying. <laughs> wow. Okay. H is H is for hentai, by the way. That's an intense. Oh. That's an intense hentai game where you you keep dying. Have you seen Bible Black? I have not, but I. What ha- is it like? I have heard of this thing. It's not my thing. Anyway, the dude that wrote the game Bible Black ended up writing another age game called Starless. And here's why I think the dude is a Crimson, a King Crimson fan. They released an album, or maybe it was a song titled Starless and Bible Black. So either it's completely random coincidence that this Japanese hentai game writer picked two random titles for his games that just so happened to match up with a song from prog rock band from the 70s, or he was just referencing a band he liked. On a more personal note, King Crimson was also one of the inspirations for Maynard James Keenan, lead singer of Tool, uh, whose most favorite, who's my favorite song, uh, slash favorite singer slash songwriter. So when I read the manga and saw King Crimson, it felt like fate because three random things I like, Bible Black, Jojo, and Tool, all reference the same random prog rock band. Seriously, what are the odds of that happening, especially since they all, they're all in different media, hentai, anime, and music? interesting and this email is virus free which is good that's in the signature media is influential which is good because uh people who play hentai games may have to pirate them so we know that you didn't accidentally pirate a virus and email it to us is there a jojo's hentai game i mean officially no there should be where you play you play a whatever whatever season we're on where you play a jojo and you try to date all the the hot dudes yes yes (laughs) let's make this game anime animes (laughs) like this seem to lend themselves to dating type games don't they where it's like here's five characters they're all different i want to make a jojo dating sim dating sims are nice they're not also i've never thought of hentai as a medium i would think of hentai hentai can go across different media in this case, it's a game or a visual novel mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, all right. You know what I mean? Do I have an artist out there that would draw my, my dating sim if I made one? Um, right in. Right in. <laughs> to right me. in. Get the hodlful boyfriend has people to happen. where you date the birds. Oh my God. I would totally, I would totally do that. I would just need someone to do the art because anyway, I'm sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't think it's any coincidence that this hentai guy made two uh, hentai games uh, titled after most of a King Crimson song. There's z- zero possibility that's a coincidence. Uh, also, thank you for speaking so candidly about a piece of media that is straight up porn. Yay. I respect your bravery. No, porn is normal. Mark, remember Bible, when Bible you, Black ain't normal. <laughs> Mark, okay. remember well, when you visited fine. me in college and we watched that movie Pirates? Yeah, that was your roommate Matt put that on and it was just hardcore pornography Uh but it was like a it was like a high budget narrative film Mm -hmm. but we fast forwarded the porn to laugh at the dialogue but part (laughs) of me was like what's the point of this if we're not watching the porn but yeah good times good times and then i never visited you in college ever again oh yeah it's true i visited you once is that true where did you stay I didn't stay. I like drove there and you lived in a sad apartment with some rando. Hmm. <laughs> Which one was that? I don't know. The sad apartment I had was at the huge room, the huge studio. You you had a roommate who you did not like. Oh, okay. What was his name? Oh, I don't remember. First and last? <laughs> uh, he sucked. I think I know what you mean. This email is from Chad. It's called Bruno equals Jesus question mark. Aloha, JJB Pod Crew. Aloha. Hi. I'm not sure how many of you are still alive when you get this, but this Aww. will be your final mission from me until after the recap episode. Okay. Uh, oh, I get it. Okay. Sorry. 
I'm torn. I get it now. I'm torn after watching the latest episode because I was fully prepared to say bye to Mama Bruno, but still he lives. Thank goodness. It's like people sending ghost messages and having death sparkles mean nothing anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I'm confused about that. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Although I guess the fact that Bruno didn't feel that gnarly spike in his right in his hand and didn't bleed might be signs that there's more going on than we know about. True that, true that, true that. Uh, what's some piece of JoJo trivia from the past four parts that you'd like answered? For me, I'd like to know if alien boy Miki Taka is in fact a legit alien or just a very confused stand user. Keep up the great work and please consider streaming more on Twitch. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so sore because I do a lot of walking for my day job, which is why you should always wear well-made shoes and socks. That's true. Very good. For me, it's chafing in between the... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Your size? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah? You like him touching? Yeah. Cool. I'm That's just, all I'll I'm say just making that. direct eye contact with Miles. <laughs> uh, for pieces of trivia, I think most of mine are part four. I want to know if that Josuke guy was just in Koichi's mind, just looked like Josuke, the guy who rescued Josuke as a child, or if it was yeah, some time loop. was that? You know, because it's like strange for me to just have the artist of the, of the comic actually paint a character, draw a character to look like another character, and then we just write it off as saying, well, that's how this secondary character would have remembered him. I don't know. I want to know what happened to Shizuka Joestar, the Octoon baby stand yeah. user. Where's she at? Um, <laughs> uh, I, my mystery, a lot of it is, I want to know where are they now? A lot of characters. I'm like, where's Josuke? Where's Okuyasu? Um, things like that. I would like to know what happened to them. What happened to Gross Dad? Uh, is Gross Dad still gross? He's still gross. Mm-hmm. He's got to be but still he's, gross. But he's dating now. There was there was something else. Oh, how did Jonathan punch Jack the Ripper through that <laughs> rock wall in the cave? This is something you've never brought up yeah. before. In the episode three that has remained unchallenged by all of our listeners and the entire world it's of a JoJo conspiracy. fans. He was just strong enough to punch through the wall. That's what I think. Mm. Okay. Are you guys? Can you guys think of any questions that are still unanswered? No, you named all of them. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Anything from parts two or three? No, you named all of them. Shit, I'm sorry. That's okay. I wouldn't have thought of all of them. Well, then I didn't name all of them. Oh, yeah. Well, you named all of the ones that I wouldn't have thought of anyway. Yeah, you don't know what other ones I don't remember. True. What happened to that baby that ate shit? Oh, yeah. What happened to that baby that ate shit? Did that baby grow up? <laughs> and was like, disgusting. What? Ha- where is that baby now? Loving shit taste now. <laughs> Being scarred from childhood. Go to the dentist, baby. Yeah, really. Oh, as far as streaming, um, I had tweeted out that I was like, oh, maybe we should, get, we should get Jump Force and stream the JoJo stuff. But then reviews of Jump Force were like, it sucks, I think. So I don't know. I don't feel like spending 60 bucks on that. We should stream more. Or at least I should. Somebody buy us uh, that game. If I can just stream from... No, don't. If I can just stream from my phone screen directly, I should just stream Pita Pata Pop when I'm on, when I'm on my phone somewhere because i play it every fucking day anyway okay this email is from michael and the subject is everyone is immortal greetings jjb pod crew and potential guest nope this episode has made me think that no one is going to die even though i know it's inevitable that most of them will i also like that this episode explained king crimson's ability pretty well so a question I have for you guys is during part five, if you could bring back a character dead or alive from the previous parts, who would you bring? Why? And what would their role be? Bring them back into this season? Um, yeah, during part five. Okay. Would they be an obstacle for the gang? Would they aid them or just make a cameo appearance similar to Koichi? I think Koichi helped more. Was, <laughs> I think Koichi was kind of important to the plot. Yeah. Thank you guys for doing the podcast and making work less boring, but not not, not boring. Just less boring. Work is boring in general. Yeah. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up fighting gold. <laughs> Sincerely, Michael. My answer for this is obviously bring bring Dio back. <laughs> Just bring, bring bring back Dio. Dio. More Dio. More Dio. I feel like, what is the sign? Is it like Jesus was right or Satan was right or whatever? I want like a Dio is right shirt. I think I've said Ooh. that before. But Or Kira. <laughs> or or was it Magneto? Like Magneto or, was right? I want a shirt that says like, let Kira live. Yeah, yeah. because Like, let him live. Kira doesn't have a big moral crusade. And Kira also, wants to be left alone. That could also apply to Death Note. Let him live. Death Note? <laughs> yeah. 
Kieran Death Note, let them live. I guess. <laughs> just let them. Just let them. Let them kill all the murderers. It's fine. Swimming lessons. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think Dio coming back would be cool. I think if not Dio coming back, then someone who knew Dio really intimately should come back. Uh, I'm, I'm who just, knew Dio really intimately? Um, Joe Taro. <laughs> or Joseph. Oh. Part of me wants to see if Dio came back. What if we had Dio fight? What if we had... Dio fight King Crimson and it's, then it's the ultimate yes, fight. That, oh my God. I, could, I oh blanked my God. out on the name. That'd be so cool. Dio. Or Joe Tarone King Crimson. That would be cool too. I don't know who would but win I in like, that case, by the way. I like two bad guys fighting, but just, yeah. you don't see that. I don't know if we have seen that really. Yeah, that would be cool. Bring back the Pillar Men too. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring back Iggy. Where did Iggy go at the end of part three? Aw, he's Iggy. dead. Iggy's dead. Oh, he's dead. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Bring back a half of a dog. Sorry. More butts. More, bring back butts? Yeah. Yeah, we've been missing them since part two. And a little bit in part four, we see Kira showering with a child a bunch. Oh, yeah. What, bring what, back what, that what, child. That's my what if. Is Hayato? That kid, is that kid messed up now? Bring back Hayato, and he just like tries to tell the gang like that his dad is a stand user like somehow it overlaps with part four and one of the Bucciarati gang members literally kicks him out of the way <laughs> just punts him off the street I also agree that nobody's probably gonna die but I think that Bucciarati's a zombie or something because yeah, something's weird with him something's weird with him he was already a ghost <laughs> and then he comes back and like what he doesn't feel pain and yeah there's some there's weird stuff that I happened in this a, episode that was not explained he's like a zombie or something or a puppet. Maybe Anya comes back. I'm a puppet. Oh. Anya. Anyway. That would make sense, right? Anya? Because no. arrows? I don't know. Well, I guess. She died pretty violently, though. Okay, she fine. had holes in her that a bunch of Steely Dan, like, ten- tentacles popped out well, of and shit. you know. Uh-huh. That hasn't stopped anyone in this season so far from coming back. I don't so. know. That's true. <laughs> Mista did have a bunch Still of alive. holes in her. Ooh, maybe Anya comes back as a vampire. Oh, you keep saying Anya, like Enya. Enya. It's almost the same pronunciation. Okay. Enya. Enya could have been a vampire. She spent a lot of time with Dio, but... Ooh, that'd be cool. Okay, so, so Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't Steely Dan Tentacles. It was Flesh Buds, actually. She comes back. She comes back. I want her to come back because she intimately knows Dio. So she's going to come back and she's going to be... And she's going to try to recruit Giorno or something. This is not going to happen. To do what? I know this is not going to happen. I just want I just want something to tie this back to like a previous season with Dio in it. <laughs> That's I want, all I want. Um, what if the gang visits Morio? Aww. That would be nice. For vacation. Like <laughs> they go from Italy to Morio and they're like, we don't speak Japanese. What's even in Morio? <laughs> the Morio, Giorno fucks up and turns the rock that contains Angelo. He turns it into a living thing, which is just oh, no. Angelo. And then Angelo puts a fucking water in his mouth. Oh man, we got to write all these fan fictions. I know. We're super smart. I'll put him in my dating sim somehow. Oh. <laughs> Dio would definitely be a dateable character. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, what? Am I reading something? Oh, okay, great. So this is from Hold the Mayo. Um, what? I'm sorry. No, I was being like Hold the Mayo. Okay. The, I, I held the my hand up. The listeners can't see you. I just um, no. I just wanted to do it. I held my hand up like stop in a stop position. And Jackie stopped. But the mail. I didn't mean mayo. stop reading Jackie. I meant hold the mayo, please, which is how I feel. This is from Hold the Mayo, and the subject says the number four and Mista. Hey, JJB Pod. Over the course of the show, Mista's phobia of the number four has been shown in subtle ways that some viewers may have missed. So here are a couple that I've noticed. When buying a soda off Narancha, Mista begins to ask for cola, but instead asks for spudite, uh, realizing that it cola has four letters in it. Ooh. Is that true? Ooh. I don't know if Araki would write that intentionally, because to write cola in Japanese is just two characters. Also, this is obviously a Pepsi show. Oh, <laughs> uh, right after part four. But, uh, but well, yeah, but Pepsi is a cola. Oh, true, 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 true. Uh, when Mista is shot in the head by Prosciutto, he is shot three times and not four. Uh, some speculate this is why he survived. Yeah, I like that. I like that theory. Mista is seen missing his fourth shot, specifically in the White Album fight uh, at 30, uh, three, f- three minutes and 58 seconds in, and he links a YouTube video. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Whatever. And uh, during Mista's backstory, Bruno orders four bruschetta 
uh, only before Misa interrupts him and tells him to order on, to order one more. Right. Someone um, brought that up last episode or two because I thought it was just about how Bruno is a nice guy, but then instead it's way more shallow and it's just that Mista was like, oh, thank God he ordered three. It's, it's a good omen. It's just um, a, yeah, it's just an omen. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Fugo deserves, deserved better. P.P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so for and why? Forny? 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 What does that mean? Because Mista is afraid of the uh, number four. So Forny. Good. Very good. I like it. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Miles, you can read this comment off SoundCloud, which you can also view by going to soundcloud.com slash jjbpod. This comment is from Jabril Akinsanya. Don't read that. Comment it on your turn. Do they sign it or no? I don't know. It's public. It's on SoundCloud, isn't it? That's true. I'm sorry. Start over. This comment is from Jubril Akinsanya. I totally agree that the relation with Dio should be developed. It is way too important to be just a simple family relation, like Giorno being immortal, still cursed by the mask, or something like this. Thanks. Ooh, the, if we brought the mask back in, that'd be cool. Thank you for agreeing with us. <laughs> Finally. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Bring bring back Danny. Bring back Aww. the burned Great Dane Aww. from part one. Oh, no. Bring back uh, Dio's <laughs> mom. Think about how horrifying that would be. I'm, I'm imagining Danny is just like rotting flesh. No, he's zombie. just an urn. <laughs> he wouldn't be the first zomb- zombo dog. The first zombie zombo dog. Zombo dog. We had a, a police. No, Arnold in uh, part four. Welcome to zombo dog. Arf, arf. You can do anything. Okay, now, these are the emails that uh, are potentially spoilery, so I'm going to read them. Come on. Actually, maybe... Let's see here. Okay, Jackie, you actually read this one. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. All right, I will read this one. Uh, this is from Salvador. And the subject is death. Hello, JJB Pod. Hello. This is Salvador. Hello. Second listener from Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> he knows how many other Kentucky listeners there are. Second listener from Kentucky. I don't know if you went over this topic, but the deaths in JoJo. I think Araki does a good job on deaths in JoJo. Like Caesar's death in part two, Araki shows so much emotion in this death without a long-winded last words or an hour-long death scene. His uh, death is meant, his death means something, um, another reason for JoJo to fight. I was wondering if you can recount any good or bad deaths in TV shows or anime. Sorry if this email is too long and Bucciarati is fucking dead. I don't know how he's still walking around. Sincerely, Salvador. P.S. Me so horny. All right. He's he's fucking dead. Something's weird happening there, man. Um, I like like that he just brings the hammer down and says, Bucciarati is fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. He should be. Um, so good and bad death. Let's start with good and bad deaths in, in JoJo's first. Um, uh, I think Caesar's death is great. Yeah. yeah. Caesar's death is great. Lisa Lisa's death is bad. But she doesn't die. She doesn't she, die, but she pretty, true. she might as well die. Yeah. Cause her actual death is like, character. she got married to some cool guy and died. Like, yeah. What? Araki. Yeah. Um, so I really hope that that rumor is true that his publishers or editors were like, yo, just get this woman shit out of here. This is for young boys, mm. burning blood, young boys. Show us some more homoeroticism. That's, that's more that's important. What they like. But whatever. We, we can't talk about her for the 80, 80th time. I don't like the almost, almost, almost deaths of women. Like the mom the oh holly just being holly yeah a dead garden for all of part three how many seasons in a row has there been a woman a woman to save um (laughs) like and that was like a big plot thing part part two is lisa lisa is only saved for the last fight yeah it's not like the whole quest is to save her part one has nothing to do with women at all almost no girls allowed there's just the girl that he kiss rapes and then she humiliates him that's part one yeah, didn't I say part one? I said part okay. one has nothing to do with women at all. Yeah. Except towards the end, kind of, I don't know. He has to save everybody. Um, part four. Mm, Holly. 
Oh no, Holly Part no. Three, Part Four, no, Part Four is fine. There's like a brief thing where he has to save his mom, but it's it's really quick. I part mean, he has to save everybody. Yeah, but he's the victims are all women. That's <laughs> true. A there's more of, of that. There's a lot of women victims. Yeah, but there's women protagonists too. We got Ghost, Ghost Ho. I, yeah, I, like, sorry, I can't think of a feminine noun that ends that has O in it that isn't. Towards the beginning ho. of towards the beginning of part four, there's like a woman who is like sexually assaulted or something, and she like beats the shit out of the guy. Do you remember this? It's like one, the first or second episode, or like oh, in part Josuke's four. Oh, Josuke's mom, like somebody it, cat calls her and she it, slams yeah. his. Head oh, into oh, that's the car. like I love that. That that, <laughs> that, sh- was, that was good. That frame or or that animation is just the best of him like cat calling her, and she just grabs his hair and bashes it through a half roll down uh, <laughs> uh, driver's side window. Oh, it's it's so brutal. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't need saving. She saves herself. I'm sorry we keep talking about this. This is my no, fault. No, but now we're expanding. We're, we're past just Lisa Lisa. We're yeah. actually talking about positive representation. And I think, yeah, part four is really good about it, isn't it? Yeah, we, we have women victims. But yeah. We have male victims, We too. have the ghost girl. We have Cinderella is uh, a victim, but she's also a villain. Cinderella's cool. Yukako is a villain. She's and the best. A pretty cool villain. Um, I'm sure there's negative shit I'm leaving out, but whatever. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> Deaths. Deaths. Oh yeah, death. Um, Iggy's death was good. I like Kakyoin. Kakyoin dying and thinking about his family with a big hole, and he shoots the last message. That's a good death. Ab- Abdul died twice. Yes, yeah, so his deaths are bad. <laughs> so his deaths are bad. His first one is a fucking fake out. Yeah, that one's. It's yeah. cool because he he has to be killed by two stand users. You're like, wow, Abdul went out like a champ. But then his second one is just really abrupt. Um, but it's still cool, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Chad wrote an addendum, um, and it is about um, sort of. It's about so, part of this chapter, or the chapters covered in this episode or this arc. But yeah, Chad. Sorry, I just don't really think it's a good idea to read this. I think it could kind of change people's expectations of the future of the arc. So I'm going to be extremely vague, and I'm going to leave this in. So people can wonder. Just don't look on anime groups on Facebook. Or do. Mm, Sorry, Chad. (laughs) Leaving the ranks. This email is from Bizarre Buccaneer. The OG. Hey, crew. Hi. Last week, Jackie commented on how Fugo had a weird line about moving up in the ranks. This was foreshadowing to his betrayal as he was the only one of the gang stars to remain behind Mm -hmm. and try to work out what happened with the boss. I know there are light novels explaining what he does while the story plays out, so maybe we will get some OVAs of that after Golden Wind has concluded. Oh, also Mark with a K. I'm caught up to JoJo, oh. and I'm ready for the JoJoleon chapter this month. Cheers, Bizarre Buccaneer. Dang, I gotta read JoJoleon. I'm glad you caught up. I also gotta read, uh, yeah, that's impressive. You've read all of JoJo, or you've experienced it all. I gotta fucking read a book. I started a book like three times last year. But Jojolian, you should learn how to read first. If I can figure out how to read manga in bed, um, not on my phone. My phone is too small. I want to have a big screen. We have an iPad. Um, I want to experience Araki's artwork because, again, if you're ever like, wow, the art in the anime looks really cool and you haven't seen the comic, go find scans or, or the actual comic and look at it. It's so much better. It's so much more detailed for you know reasons, production reasons. But still, if you want to just see it, uh, written but still if you want to see the best representations in my opinion some of the the coolest most detailed interesting representations of jojo scenes and jojo characters find the comic somewhere okay this is the final email finally can't believe it amazing final round fight i hope someone writes in at the last minute i'm sure they will yeah this the reason why we're splitting this up or we already split this up is because so many people wrote in and it was funny because it's just Friday night through today, everyone watched Jojo and then on the weekend shot us an email or whatever. Um, but it's a good problem to have. It's nice that everyone's writing in. We like to hear from you and we like to talk Jojo. Uh, so this is from Hentai Homie. Its subject line is Bruno's Last Stand. Hey, JJB Crusaders. Is this Hentai Homie? Yes, I am. Bruno did it. He saved Trish, but at what cost? Okay, now, past the JoJo things. Miles, I believe you have a journaling job, and I need help with some grammar. What? So so explain effect and effect for me, please. Oh my god, I have this problem too. 
I'm never going to get it right. Thanks, Miles, and stay sexy. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, King Crimson's small face comes into my mind. What's that little face about? H.H. I'll tell you about it. (laughs) Miles, explain effect and effect, and also explain that you're not journaling. No, I just write in a journal, and I get paid a lot of money to do it. Miles is in journalism. (laughs) Journaling would be, yeah, if you just write about your own life. You just write in a journal, and nobody else sees it. It's just your own (laughs) private journal. You get paid to do it. Please, if this job exists, (laughs) give it to me. Although, maybe I wouldn't even be good at it. Dear Diary, today... I'm trying to... I want to get look up an exact definition for you. It's just... No, it's Like, just, he wants to know, like, the difference between the verbs, I guess, because that's the most confusing part. No, they're not, though, aren't they? Isn't one a verb and one's one a noun? One is a verb and one they is a They can both be verbs. Uh, oh, yeah. Effect with an E can be... Yeah, but that's so rare. You're probably just going to confuse people. I guess. Uh... But the generally, effect t- always has an object. The a- effect, like you affect something. Right. Mm. King Crimson affects time. Oh, no. But effect also can have a no. direct object. Like affect or affectation? Or, oh, no, effect. effect. Yeah, but your point is is that affect, with an A, affect always needs to have an object. It is always something being done to something. You can yeah, never but say... You, can, you say you affect change, too. Mm. Yeah, like which is, which is can affecting also, an object. No, that's effect. Yeah, you can eff- we're, we're, effect we're getting change. there, but you're, the point is you're saying oh effect God. always has an object. Yes, but... You're not saying only. But I'm not saying that's different from effect. But but let's start with effect, okay. and then we'll go into effect extra abilities. an object. You must always affect something. Mm-hmm. So I want to affect, affect the world. I want to have a positive... Nope. <laughs> yeah if i want to affect the company culture that's affect with an a right yeah mm-hmm. okay if you say i want to generally speaking go with the a we're definitely confusing people but it so, is technically correct to go on with whatever you're going to say but that's what i think that's why he's asking because they can both be used as verbs the the verb effect with the e is is like enact so like you effect a new law you effect change Mm. oh yeah yeah you like start something up you would rarely you don't use it that much though Mm. yeah it would be like if you affect an egg you you punched it which changes it so you change the egg but if you were to effect an egg you create it you make an Mm. egg yeah so if one thing changes another thing it affects it or it affects it Effect. Effect, yeah. Okay. Effect means it's... So, so this error... I, I, I this think error can af- could affect the whole company. Yeah, okay. with the A. Okay, got it. Effect could also be a noun, though. No, it can't be. Yeah, it can. No way. How? Like like, like you said, like affectation. Like, it's something you put yeah, on. Yeah, but that's different. Like, you oh, put yeah, on, his like affect. He, he put on a gruesome affect. Yeah, which is like a trait or a personality thing? It's Yeah, it's something that you put on. So, yes... Technically, you could, what you can, so generally speaking, okay, no, technically they can both be verbs and they can both be nouns, but in certain scenarios, that's extremely rare for one to be the other. The common thing is with an A, it is a verb that you do to something, and with an E, it is a noun. Right. To say, I have a positive effect on people, mm-hmm. or let's talk about the cause and the effect. Mm. However... Yes, technically they can both be nouns or verbs. Those are smart people only fucking bullshit. I love English degree having weirdo dork nerds Hello. use those those examples. <laughs> the important thing is as long as people know what you mean, it doesn't fucking matter. It's true. But unless if you're writing you're, an essay unless you're a journalist <laughs> or you're writing an essay. Right. If yeah, if you're like writing an essay or something and you want people to think like, oh, okay, they know stuff, then yeah. Also, if you're writing just to do that, you're a dumbass and you're bad at writing. Wow. How could you do that? You just burn our listeners? Wait, if you're writing just to do what? If you're writing just to sound smart, that is uh, bad writing. What are you talking about? R- you're writing... R- Sounding smart is one of the best things you can do no. in this world. Dude, no. Oh, you're joking. Uh, sort of. In everything you do, it's important to be clear and understandable. Exactly. That is the value that I hold. No, I'm saying if you want to write something, please but you're write also... Your, please write better code. But like, say you're writing for college or whatever. Just for the effect of it. <laughs> Stop it. If you are writing, like applying to college or something like that, you want to write something good. But at the same time, if you're worried that you might undercut your own work or message or perception, 
then yes, you want to spell things correctly. Effect is the noun. Effect is the verb. Usually. Most but also, like, don't fucking judge people because they use the wrong, like, fucking spelling for something. Like, Unless you're an editor or you're reading college essays for a living. Sure. But... <laughs> I don't know. It's no, like even of, college essays if, don't if judge you, people. If you use it for like non-legitimate reasons, you're just fucking gatekeeping and you're an asshole. But anyway. Yeah, but I mean, those people think they are legitimate reasons. Mm, no. This is going to be a weird way to end this podcast episode. So <laughs> I'm not even, even going to bother. Let's end on a high note. Soon you're going to hear us summarize the episode and such, and it's a good one. I'm glad we're finally seeing stuff. Please listen to the other episode. I'm excited to see where the anime goes, and I hope you liked having two episodes this week because I'm definitely going to cut them up and edit them, and by saying this out loud, I have to do it, even though technically I could erase this. Have a good week or two days or whatever when we put out the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Every time I close my eyes.